Welcome back to Good Girls, presented by HUDAP. We're your hosts. I am Michaela. And I'm Siobhan. On the Good Girls podcast, we will be tearing down societal expectations of the good girl, reminding the podcast universe that good girls are real people with valid wants, needs, and desires. This is a shame-free zone. Whether you consider yourself a good girl or a bad girl, we're all one and the same. This podcast is brought to you by the team at HUDAP, the alternative approach to commitment-free dating. So this week's episode, look, it's going to be a little bit of a mixed bag. And I feel like I say that quite regularly because I try and pick topics that aren't necessarily like super fun and fresh, but like need to be talked about. And so we try and do it in a somewhat uplifting, lighthearted, entertaining way. Yeah, we're like, how can we take this absolutely depressing topic and have a ha-ha? Have a little yeah, Have a little hee-hee-ha-ha. Because that's what we all need every now and again, you know? Just a little hee-hee-ha-ha. So this week, we're going to be talking about a topic that's never a fun time, rejection. Woo! Feeling good, feeling fun. I don't know her. I've never heard of that. I've actually never been rejected. I've never been rejected. I I mean, well, I guess it depends. Not to my face. There's there's a lot of ways to quantify and qualify rejection these days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, probably was rejected as a child, but like... Not my fault they didn't see a yeah. diamond in the rough. You're so right. You are so right. But as an adult, can't say that I try my hand often though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can't really be rejected if you don't put yourself out there. So yeah, that was a good point. Oh, caveat. Little little caveat. caveat. I mean, never been dumped. Hard to be huh? dumped when no one wants to date you in the first place. Hey, <laughs> I, so many people want to date you, motherfucker. You know that. <laughs> don't play that shit with me. Now... I know that on this podcast, we uh, love to flip between, like, fuck all men and not all men. And look, the not all men part isn't regular to any great extent. But because we do acknowledge. Because the not all men know. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They don't need to be told. That's the issue I have with this whole thing where it's like, oh, they hate men. I'm like, but if you are not a shitty man, you know that it's not about you. Yeah. If you know it's not about you, you wouldn't get offended. Exactly. Exactly. If someone said, look, it's a bitch who can't read, I'd be like, but I can. So I know you're So like, me. why would I be upset? Well, you're clearly not talking about like, oh, bitches be doing this. Well, I don't do that. So it's not about me. Yeah. Like maybe take a minute. If you're so offended, maybe think why. Why? Why? Why are you offended? Why is that really touched your nerve? But this, I, I was really leading in with this because it's going to become quite clear momentarily uh, that I am going to blame most men for this. I'm going to say pretty comfortably that this is men's fault. So I do believe that it's fair, and I think the gals and the non-binary pals would agree with me on this, that men are far more sensitive to rejection than women. Yeah. Like far more sensitive. This is always that thing we talk about where people say men aren't emotional. Bro. Men aren't emotional. Like women can't be leaders because they're too emotional. I talked to this girl. We were having a chat about her ex-boyfriend. And she was like, oh, he's not in tune with his emotions. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that's not surprising. And she was like, so it's really hard, rah, rah, rah. And she was like, he's just not an emotional person. And I was like, everything you've told me is emotional. Like, she'd be like, he reacts angrily all the time. Like, he just can't handle talking about emotions. And I'm like, anger is an emotion. And people who pretend it's not is like, something's not clicking. Because there was an anger and inside out. There was <laughs> so, an angry emotion and inside out. So you're fully fucking lying because there is. Yeah. And 
men are more emotional than women. Oh, the fact that men react to everything with anger, it just means that they're bad at processing their emotions. Yeah. doesn't mean they don't have them. They just definitely means that have they're them. fucking terrible at dealing with it. And like we've talked about this in the past, how a big part of like the fear for women going on dating apps, going out on dates, is never actually the date itself or like having to sit with someone for an hour or two hours. Yeah. It's quite literally what is going to happen if you don't vibe with this person. Yeah. Same with catcalling. You shouldn't comment on people's bodies and their appearance and physical looks anyways no. on the fucking street to strangers. It just shouldn't be an issue. It should not. But like women's hatred towards catcalling isn't even about catcalling. No, the it's about the action itself. Yeah, like, oh, it's annoying. Like, don't fucking tell me to smile. But it's like fine. And the scheme of what women deal with, being yelled things is like, we can deal with that. We can handle that. The thing that women are scared of is the reaction to their distaste to catcalling. Yeah. I'm not scared of the fact that he said that to me. No. I'm scared of what's going to happen when I react badly to that because I will because that's shitty. shitty. Or what's going to happen if I kind of push back on what is being said. Yeah. If I ignore them, are they going to retaliate? Like what is what what are We're the steps after the cat calling? That is the part that is terrifying. Yeah, we constantly have to think about our response to behaviour, whether it's deserved or not, and it's always it's always deserved. But we have to be having that kind of war inside of our heads of is this a battle worth fighting? Yeah, and what's going to happen to me if I decide to fight it? Or do I just smile? Or do I just walk away? Yeah, and uh, it becomes the point where in not every situation do you have the ability to walk away yeah so then what it's it's a very constant undermining of being a woman is having to decide if this is worth the fight yeah if it's worth the battle or if you just cave which is why i think a lot of women end up feeling pressured to do a lot of things because they're like i can either just cave and do it or it can be forced upon me yeah so what would i prefer yeah can i maintain some semblance of control in yes. this situation some modicum of like respect for myself yeah without it being ripped from me see i told you this episode was gonna be terrifying and so sad <laughs> and uh, i just think you know what's challenging now is that in the like modern sphere of dating rejection looks a lot different than it did i guess pre-dating apps like back in the day if you wanted to reject someone oh it was in person you either had to do that shit to their face or you were hiding behind your fucking MSN messenger screen. Like, that was it. That was the capability that you had. Your AOL. Literally. Or, like, picking up a corded phone that was attached to the wall. Okay? Like, things have changed. And now, you know, it's, it's not to say that that was any better. And it's not to say that that was any more of a, you know, approachable or dealable way of handling rejection. But now we're in a situation where... You know, we're being told from every every direction that we essentially have Cupid in our pockets at all times. And uh, we are being exposed to way more people, way more kinds of people, and at, like, crazy high volumes. And yeah. if, if you're a woman and you've ever used a dating app, which I'm going to say there's very few of us in this world that have never once, unless you've been in a committed relationship for the entire time dating apps have been around, like... You've experienced it and you know, look, even if you haven't experienced it, you know, because you see fucking shithead men on the internet complaining that they're not getting any likes and not getting any matches on their dating app and being confused as to why women have so many. Like we have so many because we're desirable, first of all. But it then means that, you know, we as women get bombarded 
with messages, with matches, with whatever on dating apps, that we're having to mitigate and tackle rejection at a higher rate than ever. Oh, yeah. Because it's the, it's the simple exposure of it all. Yeah. Like, instead of it being a random person in a bar, maybe, yeah. it's like hundreds of men online. Yeah. Literally. And you physically cannot like or bond or build a connection with the volume of people that are going to reach out to you on dating apps, you cannot be interested in every single one of them. You're never going to be physically, mentally, or emotionally attracted to every potential match that comes your way. It's just not realistic. So then kind of begs the question, how do you deal with the pressure that seems to come from everywhere? Yeah. You know, you're getting these messages, you're getting these matches, and uh, you're getting people actively trying to pursue you, strangers on the internet, actively trying to pursue you first of all women I think in general and I think it's a pretty safe assumption to make that we kind of to an extent need more than just whatever information is available on a profile yeah and that's the thing you can go through the motions and you can you can find a profile of a person you're like yeah that person looks like a great fit for me Mm. I'm attracted to them they're like presenting themselves as like pretty witty or like they've got a similar music taste or whatever the fuck you're saying on their profile that doesn't then mean that you're going to strike up a conversation with someone and it's going to work. Yeah. The likelihood of that is still pretty slim. Yeah. Especially if you're like on the hunt for the love of your life. Right? Yeah. And so, you know, it just leaves, I guess, women in general just having to constantly deal with saying no to random dudes on the internet. Yeah. And we, I think as a gender in most societies, have a problem saying no regardless. Oh, 100%. Because of all the things that we talked about at the top of the episode, we're constantly fucking fearing for our lives of what happens when we say no. Fearing like, what, what the like reaction's going to be. It's like walking on eggshells. Like that that phrase just fits so perfectly with how it feels to try and reject someone. Yeah. Yeah. The best example I have is every single girl I know has some man that messages them on Instagram consistently. Yeah. And that they've, never, no re- they've never replied to. Yeah. The amount of times that in these like stream of messages where it's one-sided, this unnamed random copy-paste person that everyone fucking has in their DMs will be like, hello, hi, beautiful, hi, hi, you're a fucking ugly whore. Hello, I miss you. Please reply to me. I think I could fall in love with you. You're an ugly fucking whore, unlovable, absolute terrible person. I hate you. I think you're so ugly and fat and horrendous. I can't believe a cow like you wouldn't reply to me. Yeah. Hi, baby. Please reply. Do you want to be my sugar baby? Like, it's truly like the back and forward constantly, the up and down constantly. I'm like... Why would I trust any man when <laughs> this is the this is ju- this is an example of one of you? Yeah, and we all have one, if not multiple, of these yeah. people in the, our DMs. And that's just on a like a social media platform. Yeah, you're not then throwing multiple because you know the average person has multiple dating apps. Yes, yeah. multiple dating app profiles at any given moment. So you've got like dudes coming from all directions and. Uh, you know, the the obvious answer or the piece of advice that you get from everyone, usually particularly fucking men, is just to ignore them. Just ignore them and they'll go away. Bitch, no, they won't. Clearly not. <laughs> no, Clearly they won't. not. And, uh, you know, what what happens when ignoring them doesn't work? What happens when the expectations of the person that's trying to connect with you doesn't align with your own expectations, either for a relationship or just a 
simple social interaction and you know with dating apps and, and technology in general we are really starting to develop this idea that people should be available at all times yeah that people should be accessible at all times and because they're accessible at all times need to be giving you attention at all times yeah and that's a really harmful like I went and had lunch with one of my friends the other day and she'd gone in recently and visited her grandparents and her grandma had given her letters that her late grandfather had sent to her grandma during the war a great 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 grandparents great grandparents and those letters okay yeah spicy in moments love that for them but were like really heartfelt and beautiful and a big part of that I think comes from your literal inability to connect rapidly yeah at a time where letters were the only way that you could communicate and you had to wait for your response and you had to be thoughtful about your message because you knew that was the only thing that they're going to hear from you for months yeah and now you know if someone doesn't respond to your text message in three minutes all hell breaks loose yeah and uh, on top of that you've got then multiple dating apps multiple messages coming through multiple people trying to connect with you at any given moment you don't have the time who has the time i'm sorry who does i really i can't multitask like that if i'm texting someone that's all i can do yeah i can't do anything i love those memes that are like bet she's got you know five guys on the go blah 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 like who has the fucking time like you're demanding this much attention from me and it's too much it's too much i'm like i can do maybe 20 minutes a day yeah that's what i can allocate you thanks thanks so much um, I've got you in my Google Cal from 9.20 to 9.40. <laughs> and that is it. Not a minute more. And uh, now that these expectations exist, I think men, and particularly men that are like extra sensitive to rejection, are really holding on to that. And so if you're not responding the way that they want you to or within the time frame that you want them to, what happens next? Fucking rejection aggression. Yeah. And I don't like, I know that rejection aggression as a term is relatively new and is not something that I feel like, you know, people that don't work for fucking dating apps wouldn't necessarily know. But the concept, I promise you, we've all experienced. Yeah. I mean, you can tell from even the name, like, what it is. Exactly. And so not that anyone really needs a definition, but rejection and aggression basically stems from, from the fact that people who are socially rejected are more likely to see others' actions as hostile and more likely to behave in a hurtful way towards the people that they've never even met. People that have a really hard time with rejection mm-hmm. definitely see that anyone that is that is actively rejecting them as only ever doing it in a hostile manner. Like they're already feeling hostility, even if the person hasn't been hostile in the way that they've rejected them. So they're already building on all of this aggressive energy. Yeah. And so are spitting it back out at people and nine times out of ten, this is at people that are literal strangers on the internet. Yeah. Every relationship these days, to an extent, unless it's from your workplace or your school or you've maintained friendships throughout your entire life, like any new relationship that you're trying to build in this day and age, a lot of time stems from the internet. Yeah. Right? Because how – I don't even have time to go. And if I meet a new friend, to go see them once a week. It's like I don't even have time to see my family once a week. I don't have time to go see one – one random new friend and build a relationship like that it's not the same as when we were kids like where you were literally stuck in a building with them for what six hours a day five days a week that doesn't happen so if you if you're making a new friend out in town the way you maintain that is through social media yeah exactly and because you then don't have anything that's like super foundational 
anyone that is sensitive to rejection, if, if you're putting in any form of boundary, they're like, whoa, what a bitch. Yeah. Like, bro, no. And so rejection on dating apps specifically usually means, and like, I'm going to start listing off a bunch of shit because it really could be anything. Uh, but if this person that you're trying to connect with or, or is trying to connect with you more accurately, if they're not happy with your delay in responding to them, if you're if they're not happy with your dismissal of conversation or dismissal of setting up a date, like if you're trying to, to explain that you're not interested, if this person isn't happy with, you know, your unwillingness to exchange nudes or discomfort in receiving unsolicited nudes or literally anything that isn't complete willingness and enthusiasm for whatever this person is looking for. If you're not providing any of those things to them or you're providing these things in a negative light, even if you're trying to be as polite and kind and nice as possible, that doesn't mean shit to these people. They're still going to be angry. Because it doesn't matter how you say it. They're only hearing what you've said. Yeah. Which is that you don't want them. Yeah. And I say, and what? Literally. And what? Like, sorry, not everyone is for everyone. And that's the thing. Like, granted, this is this is not like any of those things that I just listed. Should not trigger the average sane person. To respond violently or aggressively. Exactly. And, and I am in zero way whatsoever. And, and I just want to make this super, super clear. I am in no way saying that you should just give up on your boundaries and give up on everything because every single person is going to respond like this when you oh, yeah. no. when you try and set those for yourself. Mm. That it's more the fact that anyone that responds in a negative or aggressive way to any of these boundaries that you're trying to set or any of these you know explanations or understandings that you're trying to provide that's the possibly the biggest and brightest red flag you could ever yeah. encounter. Because that person clearly has zero regard for your needs and your wants. No, 100%. So why the fuck would you want to spend your time with them? Exactly. And, uh, you know, the, the people shouldn't be responding to you like this as a standard. But again, going back to the sheer volume of people that you can encounter now, it starts to feel like everyone is going to do that. Yeah. And so I get that people are burnt out and I get that people are over it and over having to have polite conversations and then... Then you t- throw on top the expectation that, you know, ghosting is unacceptable these days, which I think ha- has an argument to and from. But a lot of the time, you know, the time when it's when it's best used and most appropriately, appropriately used, if someone is being fucking aggressive towards you. Yeah. I'm sorry. I will fade into the hedge like the Homer Simpson meme. Yeah. Because what else do you want me to do? I'm protecting my peace. Literally. I'm not engaging. No. Because I... Why? I I have so much time in my day. But still, why would I give three minutes to someone who doesn't respect me and doesn't treat me with kindness and respect? Exactly. Regardless of what I'm saying to them. Yeah, I hurt your feelings. Give a fuck. It's not personal. Literally. I feel like people, the key caveat of this whole thing is that people take rejection so personally. Mm-hmm. They take it as such a flaw of themselves. Whereas my brain has manipulated itself into thinking their loss which is the great way but also with the caveat of the reality is that I know that I'm not for everyone just as everyone's not for me yeah I don't find everyone in the whole entire world attractive or um, they're not you're bisexual so that, that is clearly a lie so right you I want clearly a lie. I want it all I want it all <laughs> um I don't find everyone in the world attractive because that's that would be insane that would be insane that would be a very overwhelming experience to live as a human yeah so I know that I can't be objective 
about attractiveness yeah. in my own life. Why would I expect that from everyone else? Yeah. From every person that I happen to find attractive. Okay, cool. That's great for you. Yeah. Great for you that you can say, I think you're hot and I'm attracted to you. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that I'm entitled to you feeling that way back. No, exactly. And I'm not out here demanding no. attraction or demanding interest from random fucking people on the internet. I can have self-confidence and know that I'm a good person without pretending that I'm fucking God's gift and everyone should drop to their knees for me. Like, yeah. the expectation of that is insane. And the fact that we have so many men in our society, and I am going to keep using the fact that this is men because I haven't met a single woman that has behaved in an aggressive way after experiencing rejection. No, because what what would they... What, I don't even know what I would say. No. If, if someone rejected me, okay, how would... Well, how do people reject people? Like, lay it on the line for me. What do they say? I don't think this is for me. I don't think this is working out. I'm not interested. I'm not. Oh, I love that. I said that, but I've said those exact words to people. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I don't know what I would reply to that. I'd just be like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, okay. Have a lovely evening. Yeah. And like granted, a lot of people are not even going to have the respect for you enough to even have that form of a conversation. But, you know, we're going to get into this a little bit later, but I, uh, want it to be clear that you don't fucking owe anyone anything no at all but kindness and respect some respect will be nice but not if you're not getting it back oh yeah yeah that's what i mean i just meant as a blanket statement for everyone yeah i believe wholeheartedly in giving back what you receive absolutely and because people will be like oh they're like being aggressive to me but i don't want to be aggressive back i don't want to like why not like the whole like i don't want to stoop to their level yeah stoop, baby stoop like you've got I'm my like, you know what's so funny about the high road? You can see them down there. Yeah. You can fucking see them down there. I'm like, why do you get to be down there and I have to be up here? Yeah. Why do I have to be the bigger person all the time? It's exhausting, It's exhausting. Bro. Like, I'm sorry. If someone comes at me with a fucking attitude now, I'm like, you see get later. it right back. See you later. Ping pong, bitch. Yeah. Take your ball back because I don't have I don't have the energy for this. Because oh. I spent too much of my goddamn life being nice to people who were not nice to me. And why? Where, where did that get me? Nowhere. Got me tired and it got me stressed out. It made me overly anxious and wanting people's validation. Yeah. For what? Because then and I realized never you're good never going to get it. Yeah. You're never, ever going to get what you're looking for when it comes to that. No. So you might as well just live your life or protect your peace and just leave the situation altogether. No. Yeah. And, and look, we'll get into that. So the classic, I think, rejection, aggression, response, series of events, right? Okay. Painting a picture. So you match with a potential suitor. Delightful. Step one. You clearly showed mutual interest in the profiles. Phenomenal. Love that. Great start. And then they send you a message, a boring one, like, hey, you're hot. Or like, what's up? Or like, WUD. And you're like, wow, this person is a wet fucking blanket. Mm. I do not want to. I thought they were hot, but I'm not interested anymore. And so you either say, you either respond and you say, hey, look, you know, my bad. Not, this is not working. This is not going to work for me. Not interested. Whatever. Or you say nothing, nothing at all because it was a pathetic message and you really just, regardless of how their profile pictures looked from that point on was that that conversation is going to be drier than you have ever been in your entire life. Yeah. So no. So then step four, they will respond with something to the degree of, you know, fucking whatever, insert slur, insert horrible abusive word, and so a series of horribly abusive words, I never wanted to fuck you anyway. 
Clearly you did. Clearly you did, bro, because we got to this point. This this is such, because it's so true they do say this. And I just think that's so funny because it's like, okay, so now you just don't want to fuck. Like, okay. Like, great, this is a win-win for me. I'm like, oh, this is what I want. Uh, yeah. The fact okay. that, you, that you, that I knew that I didn't want to fuck you, and now you're telling me you don't want to fuck me. I think that me. that's truly Ideal. so bizarre that the jump as well from literally just saying this is not what I'm looking for yeah. never once do we say you're not what I'm looking for yeah. you're not the kind of person for me it's always just you keep it vague because people react badly to things yeah. so you try and keep it as vague and kind and and you're still trying to do them a, 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 a thoughtful action of not just like wasting their time or wasting like their wasting time. their energy on you because you're like I cannot give you what you need yeah I'm not I'm not interested like I, oh, you fucking ugly whore I don't want to fuck you you clearly you you've clearly been did, trying buddy. you've been trying to so who are, who are you lying to and who are you doing this for because you're really just giving me what I want but you're doing it in a real assholey way so I don't really know where to go from there but from there, you know, if you're lucky, it ends there. If you're lucky, this person isn't going to then send you a myriad of additional messages, abusing you, yelling at you, flipping somehow in the middle to like going back and saying that like, but I think we could work out or like, I still really want to take you on a date or yeah, because they do that because they don't fucking know what they're talking about. Um, uh, and uh, so if, you know, if you're unlucky, the angry rambling continues until you inevitably block them. Yeah. Now, as, you know, the token lesbian on this show, it's hard for me to not just say, fuck men, never talk to them, never have anything to do with them, never match with them, just date women, your life's going to be easier. Um, I know that that's obviously not realistic. Yeah. I know that as sad as it is, I cannot convince the entire female population to abandon men. But I can say... Like, I've tried. I've, I'm trying my fucking best. Try my best. It's not working. Um, but what I can say is that you really do not owe anyone niceness you don't owe, you don't even owe anyone politeness especially if the only responses that you're getting from someone are aggressive and horrible and usually quite disgusting if someone comes at you with any level of aggression and not even necessarily aggression but anything that makes you feel uncomfortable block them yeah but not only block them report them because i promise you not even these dating apps want these motherfuckers on their app no and is creating a negative experience. Baby, we can tell you for free. We can from tell you experience. for free. We do not want these motherfuckers. We will block them so fast. But you blocking them, and it, it depends on the dating app, and I'm not going to say that I understand exactly how every single one of them works, but depending on the dating app, you blocking them isn't going to alert anybody else and isn't then going to protect anyone else. And I am not saying that you owe all of the other women on that app protection against this person, but I'm saying that you have the opportunity to try and protect them very easily and the only thing yeah. you have to do is before or during when you hit that block button tap that the report, report button. button it is not down to individual responsibility mm. to do things to benefit others but when it's not hard to do and you know it's going to benefit others because anything horrible that you're experiencing on a dating app i promise you you are not the only one experiencing it yeah. from that specific person yeah the amount of shit that we see where men have just copied and pasted the same vulgar, horrible, abusive message and just sent it far and wide. If anyone during that process is hitting that report, hitting that button. We see immediately. We see it and we fucking get rid of them because who wants that? Who wants that? We don't want that. Users don't fucking want that. Yeah. 
Um, but we don't know that they're being assholes unless you tell us yeah. they're being assholes. And we will fix exactly. it. Exactly. We will fix it. We got you. We got you. And also as a side note to that, this is also why I am very careful and advise everyone else or people in general to be as careful as possible when it comes to adding too much information, too much personal information onto your dating app profiles. So you should have enough for them to get a gauge of who you are. And you should always have photos. You should always demonstrate, your, like present yourself authentically. But no workplaces, no clear photos of they can figure out where you live or where you work yeah. or where you spend any length of time. I would even go to the extent of if you're feeling like you want to really protect your own peace, don't connect any additional social profiles. Mm. Because these motherfuckers, they will find a way. Oh, the amount of men that have come onto my fucking DMs, my Instagram DMs, being like, oh, I saw your profile on this dating app. Yeah. Like, okay, we clearly didn't connect on said dating app and yet you're... Because you're reaching out to me here. Coming into my bubble outside of a space that I dedicated for these conversations. To try your luck because I didn't match with you. Like, But also the part that concerns me the most about that is I'm like, so you wouldn't have... If my profile came up to you, I had yet to swipe on you. Yeah. So regardless, not knowing if I was going to match you or not, you went and found my Instagram. Yeah save my username and then message me like what and that's the thing anyone I I don't like to make generalizations but I think generalizations make us keep us safer in this scenario yeah of that I can almost guarantee that anyone that is presenting that kind of behavior to you on a dating app would not think twice about presenting that behavior to you outside of the dating app yeah in whatever way that they could access you and obviously I hate the fact that it is come down to women policing our own actions yeah and determining what is safe and unsafe when men are the issue uh so that obviously that frustration never goes away uh but at the end of the day my prerogative is to keep as many women safe as possible exactly and unfortunately we live in a day and age where that means that we have to take some responsibility for that because we cannot just trust that men are gonna not be ourselves exactly and not put us at risk yeah um, so that's really super fun and fresh, but I really just want the crux of this episode from a rejection aggression specific standpoint and from a specific standpoint around dating apps to really not be afraid to hit that block button and hit that report button, unmatch, get rid of them, get yeah. them away as far away from you as possible. Like A, you're doing a community service and we salute you for it. B, you're doing yourself a service. Yeah. I say all the time on here, protect your peace, protect your peace. I really do love the invisible scissors. Yeah. Cut these bitches off. Like, you can't be you can't be nasty to me. You can't be aggressive to me if you can't reach me. Yeah. Exactly. So I will become unreachable. Exactly. Call me, beat me. No. No. You are not reaching me. You're not reaching me. No, sorry. So that's all, that's all very important things. And there's some other bits and pieces that I want to get to in this episode, but this is pretty much the last time I touch specifically on rejection aggression. So they're red flags. Men are awful. Uh, weed out the shit ones and block them happily and quickly. That's yeah. key advice. So before we get into the rest of the episode, we're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsor, HUDAP. HUDAP is a dating app with the sole mission of helping you get your rocks off with people who like to do it how you do. The good girls are all about being honest, open, and fucking kinky. So using my bedroom, you can add what you like, receiving or giving between the sheets and find your perfect match today. Download HUDAP from the App Store. 
Okay, so the rest of this episode is going to touch a little bit more on rejection as a whole and what it's like to kind of experience it or be afraid of it from both sides without acting like an asshole, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm going to tell us a bit of a sad story. Uh, buckle in. And I genuinely, I was thinking about this as I was writing this episode. I don't think I have ever talked to anyone about this. Ever. So enjoy this. And if you knew me in a different life, no, you didn't, baby. No, you did not. So when I was in early high school, a very cool boy in my class messaged me one day. I don't know if it was MSN. It might have even been Skype because uh, this was, you know, back in the, she, like early in 2010s the maybe. And he messaged me asking for nudes. And genuinely, I am not exaggerating, I had to ask him what that meant. So this is, I guess that, that uh, paints a picture of the time. Um, and was definitely was definitely the first time anyone had ever asked that of me. Um, now I was really trying to put up a fight. Yeah, in the beginning, I I was like very busy trying to say no, and this boy was out here doing the most. The more that I said no, the more it dialed up. So it started off as. You know, it'll be fun. No one has to know. I really like you. I think we should go out. Um, this would mean a lot to me. I really need this. Like it was all that kind of vibe. That kind of vibe. It was. It started as pressure without aggression. A little bit of manipulation thrown Just in. Just a there, little bit of in. Yeah. And then the signs of aggression started to increase a little bit, yeah. which was super fun and fresh. And, you know, I mean, I guess at least as aggressive as it could feel when we were at that age and that point in time. Um, and so I was obviously super overwhelmed. I was embarrassed. It was somehow embarrassing that he was asking me of it. And it was equally embarrassing that I was saying no, which is, again, really fun for a developing teenage girl. And it really got to the point where I felt like I had to do it. Right. So he very much... Did the whole, you know, no one's going to know, no one's ever going to find out, blah, blah, blah. And really took advantage of the fact that he was very much a cool kid and that I should be grateful like, grateful of the request, but grateful that I, that he would even be talking to me in the first place. Yeah. Um, uh, Which what? I know. <laughs> I know. It's gross. Teenagers are gross. People are gross. Um, and so just being so young and scared and impressionable, I believed him and I did it. And I instantly regretted it and felt fucking sick about it. And which is so crazy because even knowing, like even not really understanding what all of that meant. Yeah. I still knew it was like, this was not good. This was not a good thing that had just happened. And so I really tried to brush it off. Uh, like nothing had happened. And then, so I went to school the next day and watched a bunch of guys, including the one I said nudes to, huddled around him, listening to him, and every five seconds looking up at me. It does not take a genius yeah. to know what that conversation was about. And so I said to my friend who was standing next to me at the time, you know, do you know what they're talking about? And bless her because this was absolutely to protect me um, and stop me having a full-blown fucking meltdown outside of our school lockers. She lied. And I knew she lied. Mm. And she knew that I knew that she lied. Yeah, uh, telling me that that uh, she had no idea what was going on, but I'm sure it was nothing to do with me. Like the very classic bestie trying to trying to help out, talk you off the ledge, trying to talk me off the ledge. Now, 
this was not a super fun experience and it was my introduction to taking nudes and being asked for nudes. Yeah. And I know that you might be thinking to yourself, Mickey, how come you didn't talk about any of this during the nudes episode? Uh, because this was not a positive experience. This was very much a negative experience. And it also isn't a story about the act of taking nudes. Yeah. It's a story about being pressured by a man and being afraid of rejection at a very, very impressionable age. And it was very much all kind of stemmed from a fear of not doing something despite being uncomfortable doing it. Yeah. And, you know, as a self-certified people pleaser, as we all know, we've had this conversation, I still have a hard time saying no to people. And, you know, that meant when someone was very demanding of me and saying all the right things, but then also making it seem like I really did not have a fucking option. Yeah. More often than not, I would give in. And they would just be like, yep. And this wasn't even, like, this wasn't a individual experience with this boy either. This repeated for quite a long time after that. Because, again, then you start to rationalize it. Oh, well, I've done it once. What's the harm in doing it again? Yeah. Which I'm now putting this as a very much do as I say, not as I do situation. Yeah. Because you always, always, always should put yourself first and you always should say no to something that you don't feel comfortable with. Yeah. And I, but I also, I just, I think it was important. But it's the thing where it's like, women also don't like being rejected. No. Even if we don't want you, we still don't want to be rejected. It's a classic, I can't go to this event, but I want you to invite me. Yeah. So I can say no. Yeah. Like we have this too, but more often than not, when they manifest into not putting ourselves out there, not trying out of fear of rejection. Men don't like rejection, but they still put themselves out there. They just take it out on whoever whoever they feel like they're they're being rejected by. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you are someone that has trouble saying no to people, there's obviously some things that I would try and avoid getting into that situation to begin with. Yeah. Which is obviously not always within our control. Because as we know, unsolicited nudes and requests for nudes are insanely, insanely common. Yeah. And so it's not always, you know, possible to just avoid finding yourself in that situation regardless. But it always goes back to, A, understanding that the internet is a permanent thing. Yeah. And I feel like, especially those of us that grew up with it, even still struggle to comprehend the impact that that has. Mm. Because it's so painfully permanent. But... At the end of the day, these are just people behind a screen. And especially if it's behind a screen, you, even if you don't feel it, are safe. Yeah. And you have the power to put in those boundaries because you're not having to have this altercation with someone in, in real in life. Real life like, you so genuinely is, have to be afraid for your yeah, life. The only positive of dating online is the fact that, yeah, you're scared of how they're going to react, but at least it's not a physical reaction in front of you yeah. or you're not scared of there being a physical right now this is a fight or flight situation yeah. it's like you have the safety of a screen they always talk about catfishes and trolls like hiding behind the screen having the safety of the screen it's like treat it the same way yeah you have the safety of being far away yeah lots of women have to do this in real life to people in front of them and that exactly. is terrifying but it doesn't mean that it shouldn't be done yeah but if the only reason for you to not feel rejected is from someone asking you to do something you're not comfortable with. Take the rejection. It's the better option. Yeah. I know that rejection is never a fun thing to feel and it never leaves you being like, wow, what a positive situation for me. Exactly. 
but at the same time if you let that the negative or if you let the anticipatory negative feelings rule your decision making in that moment in those moments I promise you you're going to wish you just took the rejection exactly and uh, that's challenging especially for for people that you know people are still sensitive to rejection even if you're not going to be an asshole about it you're still sensitive to it yeah and uh, on top of that you know if you're someone that thrives or feels most comfortable doing what others want Mm. it can create a bit of a recipe for disaster but that is why we always go back to uh, making sure that you are creating as many boundaries for yourself as possible even in an online sense which is why we we talk about you know protecting your your personal information and uh, you know using that block button using that report button making sure that you are protecting your peace Yes. protecting yourself at all times from like another perspective a lot of apps these days do have features that allow a little bit of a um, barrier to additional barrier to entry with this kind of thing like I know for HUD app specifically uh, there's the feature of incognito mode which basically operates in a way that your profile is only going to be seen by people you've already engaged with people you've yeah. already liked which means that the power was in your hands to make sure that if you don't want the bombardment of people, which women get on any dating app, you're then saying, okay, only people that I have indicated interest in are even going to know I exist. Yeah. Which is a good little extra layer to just keep that control in your own hands. Yeah. And I would exactly. that. But more than anything, I would say that the first step in combating not only rejection, but people pleasing and, and even trying to stop if you're sensing yourself starting to show signs of rejection, aggression, even within yourself, which is very hard to do, obviously. But if something is not sitting right with you, the most important thing is to build your own confidence. Yes. When you are a confident person that really, truly believes and understands your own self-worth and you respect yourself so heavily, it puts this like protective armor over you. Where you can't, pe- other people aren't going to be able to do anything or say anything to Because you already know what the truth is. Yeah, you know who you are. Oh, yeah. So it's literally what I was saying. Like, I, it's their loss. Exactly. If The more confident you are, the more likely it is that you will see your own worth and know that no matter what someone else says doesn't dictate what your worth is. No. And, again, attraction, relationships, all that stuff is so subjective. Like... Just try not to take it personally. Like, I know that that sounds so much. I I am so self-aware yeah. that it is a lot harder than it sounds. Yeah. It seems like an easy thing. Oh, just just believe in myself. Just believe in yeah. my own worth. Believe in my own value. Yeah, that's really fucking hard. Yeah, it's especially really, if really you're hard. someone that has historically struggled with self-worth. Yes. You can't then just, like, flip a switch and suddenly I'm bulletproof. Yeah, but... You can gaslight your brain, baby. Just start trying. Just, Just start. start. Honestly, gaslight anyone. It'll make you feel Honestly, good. also, the the big thing with confidence, it is so accurate. You would probably be rejected less if you are confident. Yeah. Like, it's, it's so strange the way that life works. <laughs> but honestly, if you're confident, the likelihood you'll get rejected is lower as well. Yeah, I mean, I want but to say, people like... People are attracted to that energy of, like, confidence. Yeah, even if it's fake, I, I tell always, you for free. Even if it's fucking fake, they don't know. I always find it so funny when I'm like watching reality dating shows and stuff, and they're like trying to not come across as shallow by like talking about how important looks are. And they're like, yeah, like confidence is really, 
you know, the main thing for me at what attracts me to someone. And that's so fair. It does. A confident person is attractive because you can see that they hold themselves well. But often when they're talking about on dating shows, confidence just means attractiveness because there's also a level of understanding that people who are confident are attractive Yeah. because otherwise why would you be confident? Yeah. The key caveat of that as well is if you're confident, people will think that you're in demand. People yeah. always want what they can't have. Fuck yeah. The amount of my friends who, when they got in a relationship, were bombarded with men in their DMs. As soon as they were off the market, yeah. every man wanted them. If you like put out a confident vibe, people think that you're in demand. Yeah. Because they can't fathom the idea that you would be confident with no one trying to fuck you. Like, it doesn't compute in their brains that you could just be confident because you like you. Yeah. There must be, there must be so many people that are interested in you for you to be able to believe that you're this confident especially if you're not a conventionally attractive person and you're confident there is a level of there's something about this person there's somebody about something that's magnetic it's big dick energy vibes but for women yeah there's something about this woman that is so desirable that people clearly want her because in their brains they cannot fathom any other reason why you would be confident so then to be able to really own that power and know that that isn't coming from anyone else and it's but only it's ever you. coming from you, it just makes you feel so much more powerful. And then when you do get rejected, it's like... They're fucking lost. You're lost. Yeah. yeah. 100%. And it's not to say that the shit is easy. No. It's obviously hard. And on top of that, it's a lot harder for some than others. Yes. you Because know, some people genuinely are blessed by the gods when it comes to appearance. Just like unabridged confidence... And a lot of the time you're like, why, bro? Like, I love that for you. But why? But why? Where, <laughs> Where did, did this that come, come from? from? <laughs> and that's what I mean, though. It makes you think, like, there must be something about them. Yeah. Exactly. There must be. Exactly. But also, like, on top of the fact that it can be challenging to, to gain that level of self-confidence, there's a lot of people out there that want to take advantage of your inability or struggle to say no or struggle to have yeah. that confidence. There's a lot of people that want to use that. And so, you know, it's, you do need to give yourself a little bit of grace that if you haven't nailed that right away and you still have these moments of weakness and you still have these moments of letting people in that you shouldn't let in, it's no reflection on you. Yeah. It's really simply a reflection of the person on the other end of that willingly and knowingly trying to pull down your own boundaries yeah. for their own pleasure or for their exactly. own, you know. But at the end of the day, these are th- these situations, these are people hiding behind screens. And, uh, you know, most people that start saying absolutely unhinged shit on dating apps or in DMs, they're not the people that you want to engage with. And they're also not the people that would even say that shit to your face. Exactly. So, you know, this is why we just get real comfy cozy with that block and report button because it does not hurt you and it does not hurt anyone else. It does not hurt them for you to use it. No, they don't know that it was you either. No, not a clue. And if you take precautions, they'll never be able to find you again. An enigma. An enigma. Um, so I just wanted to kind of wrap us up a little bit to really just reiterate the fact that nobody likes to be rejected. Yeah. No one likes to be told, hey, you're just not for me. It doesn't matter how nicely you do it. It doesn't matter how polite or how much you're trying to not make it sting. It's going to sting. Yeah, because... It- it just does. It feels like shit when someone doesn't want you. Even if you don't want that, like, yeah, it truly is. We as human beings want to be loved. We want to be cared for. Doesn't matter by who. 
the number of it's women hard. that I have in my life that have started very, very, very casually dating someone and really said to themselves, this is not this is not the vibe for me. If that guy broke up with them first or ended it first, heartbreak. Heartbreak. And that is just because we don't like we don't like being told that we're not enough for someone. Yeah. Even though that's not what it means. Yeah. Exactly. And even then, okay, you're not enough for this one person. Who gives a flying fuck? Yeah. Who cares that you're not enough for them? What standards are they dictating this by anyway? Exactly. Like, how are you to trust that the person that they're looking for is the kind of person you want to be? 100%. Like, 100%. More often than not, the reason that you don't work for them is not a fault of yours, but probably a strength. Exactly. And it, I understand that it can be so easy to tie that to your own self-worth and to tie that to the value of who you are as a person, but it's not. It's it's really, really, truly, and I know it sounds like a cop-out, but it's a them problem. Yeah. It's it's 110% a them not problem. Not everyone is meant to be with everyone. It's very like, sometimes things don't work out. And if they're not wanting to be with you, if they're coming to reject you, that's a pretty big sign that it's not meant to be. Yeah. It's not worth your time. If yeah. they can't see how good of a person you are, how beautiful you are, anything that you hold dear as the values and the, the things that make up who you are, if someone is not interested in that, that was never going to work for me. Well, let's take a step back in the most basic sense, men included in this, somebody's rejecting you. Take a second and think, did you really actually want them? Yeah. Did you That's really actually, because a lot of the time it's like these random men in your DMs that you've never even spoken to, you don't even know. Yeah. Do you, like, did you even really want, you don't even know her, you don't even know me, like, why is this so offensive to you? You, how do you know I'm even the kind of woman for you? Yeah. Because I can almost guarantee you I'm not. Yeah. can almost guarantee you I am not the girl that you're envisioning. Because if this is the reaction that you've got from getting rejected, it tells me a lot about who you are as a person. And, like, no shade to those women, well, kind of shade to those women. There are women out there that like men like that. Yeah. There are women out there that like these macho men who are a little bit misogynistic. I don't understand it. Don't get it myself. But, like, you'll find the person for you. I can tell you for fucking free it ain't me. Yeah. So take a step back and think, oh, do I really want this person who, if I actually dated her, is hyper-independent, barely wants to speak to me, closed off emotionally, <laughs> like, do you, Drag will her. not mother you because she barely takes care of herself. She won't be doing your cooking, won't be doing your cleaning, won't yeah. be doing your laundry. Like, I barely do those things for myself. Yeah. I'm not the kind of woman you want. All you're looking at is this, is all of this. Yeah. And thinking, I want some of that. And look, yeah. I get it. Respect. I get that. But you, we, don't, we don't know each other. Yeah. You don't actually want me. You want me to want you. Yeah. Which is such a normal, like, it's mood. So valid. Mood girl. Yeah. Or mood king. Me too. But this, but is not it's the, not, this is not the way. It's not real life, is no. it? It's not reality. No. You just have to think, do I really want this person or am I just annoyed that they don't want me? Yeah. And uh, there are so many ways to deal with that that doesn't have to result in being a fucking asshole. Yeah. And I really, it really pains me and gives me such a lack of hope for humanity that that is something that I have to verbalize. Yeah. That you don't have to be an asshole to someone that's rejected you. Because, wow, the bar is on the fucking floor. And it's just, like, I can tell you, I think this is probably the most convincing thing for men that do this. We don't sit there and go, oh, my God, I can't believe we said this to me. No, I literally go and show my friends and we laugh. Yeah. Because we, we're so, 
we're so dead at the irony because it always is such a perfect ironic message. Yeah. It'll be like, hey, baby, we did it hurt when you fell from heaven. And then it will be like a few messages until she's like, I'm just not really keen on this. And then he's like, you're an ugly whore anyway. Yeah. To us, that's so hilarious because three lines earlier, you just called me an angel that fell from heaven. Yeah. So like we're not actually believing that now you think I'm no this we ugly, know unlovable, we know that we still are because you matched with us and you messaged us and you you've been trying you, you were on the graft me. you were on the graft so if anything it just makes us laugh I've said this to men where I'm like oh I just don't think we're working out blah 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 and they've taken it so well been so polite and lovely and I was sitting there seething thinking about them for weeks. <laughs> So if you really want to get in her brain, if you want to take up space in her brain, be polite. Be polite and be because really then I'm good like, about it. He's not even trying to get me back. Like, Why he's doesn't just he? What? Really respecting what I've said. <laughs> I've ma- I've set a boundary and he's respecting it. How dare? Who's and this man if think that, he is? If, this, if that doesn't prove to you how rare it is yeah. for people to take yeah, rejection well, is that truly I've rejected someone and been like, I want oh. him back now. Yeah. Like he's taken it so he truly has. Just cut the line. He yeah. was like, okay. No worries. You said you don't want this anymore? No more. And I went, oh, I'll respect that. Sorry, you'll respect me? Yeah. Whereas normally it'll okay. be like a little bit more of like a... Yeah, whatever. Oh, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. Oh, blah, blah, blah. I and then, love that. And That's it immediately gets me in a place where I'm like, oh, I was so right. Yeah. Fuck this person. This was a good choice. But when they're like, okay, yeah, I respect that, like... I had a great time while we were together. It was nice getting to know you, whatever. I'm like, like, how dare you? Come back to me. How dare you be polite and respectful? No, literally. Like, how dare you do exactly what I wanted? So really we're saying we cannot be pleased. We cannot. (laughs) But what I'm saying to you is if you're so stressed about being rejected and stuff, it's not helping you to be aggressive, but it can help you to be polite we're saying that you just wiggle slightly back into our brains when you're yeah. nice about it and like that's not to say that every girl's gonna ask you back but it's gonna oh. say that her perception of you is gonna be a lot better because if you if if things were going well and something flipped over the edge and then she was like yeah nah not for me and you don't know that what the intention behind them saying not for me right now exactly is. it could just be things. that literally their life is hard because yeah. I can tell you for free, I would drop a man immediately when my life gets hard because I can't balance it. Like, no. And also, I don't want to be a bad partner to someone even if it's only like a casual fling. Yeah. So it's like, oh yeah, my life's gone to shit right now. I don't have time to give you the energy you, you deserve. Which is not fair for you, so I'm going to end that. Yes. So when someone's saying like, oh, I don't feel this right now, it doesn't mean forever necessarily. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. But isn't it safer to just play the play the ball and at least politely, kindly? So you're you. never you're not closing that door completely. Because yeah. as soon as you present to the average woman, as soon as you present that kind of aggressive behaviour to rejection, no woman is going to turn around and be like, oh, "I was wrong. I no. was wrong. I do actually want this. Or I do actually want to be around this behaviour." Actually, or a classic like I've been talking to people before and. I'll be like, oh, I'm not vibing this. I'm not feeling it. Or like, you know, the classic, I'm starting to like see someone or like, there's somebody else. Yeah. Why did you, why did you reply to me then? Why did you reply to me? Because I was exploring. I was exploring if this was something worth. Because I clearly thought that there was even a smidge of potential here. Yeah. Otherwise we wouldn't have gotten this far. No. Like be thankful that, like, I'm like, you're actually like, I wasted your time, but I put the same amount of time into this. I mean, like there's always... There's always going to be 
a negative feeling around rejection, whether you're the person rejecting or the person that has been rejected. rejected. It's never going to be a fun time. Anyone that has any smidge of self-awareness understands what their actions do to people. Yeah. And so it's never going to be comfy for both parties. But the perfect way to combat that instead of fucking ready to throw hands with this person on the internet is just to remove yourself and surround yourself with people that value you. Yeah. You don't need to go into this back and forth. You don't need to feel super sad about it. It clearly wasn't meant to be. So the best thing that you can do is go and surround yourself with people that already love you and appreciate you and value you and are only there to make you feel good about yourself. Yeah. Um, because you don't need you don't need the shitheads. And other people's opinions just don't define you. Yeah. And that's in that's both ways. Like Absolutely. on either end of the spectrum. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you know. Final takeaways, run as far as you can from anyone exhibiting rejection aggression. They are not worth your time. Uh, get comfy with the block, but also the report button because dating apps don't want these guys either. Um, rejection is never going to be a nice feeling, but it will also never determine the value of who you are and what you bring to the world. Yeah. Your people are out there. Your person is out there and your care and love for yourself is always going to be more important than anything anyone else could ever give you. Exactly. That's my thoughts. Do you have any final takeaways? Ditto. Ditto, baby. Ditto. Beautiful. We'd love to hear it. Okay, so as much as it's a sad, stressy topic, we can cope. We can deal. We've titled this episode Good Girls Combat Rejection Aggression. It was originally Good Girls Deal With Rejection Aggression. And then we realized people shouldn't have to deal with that. People shouldn't be needing to deal with that. It's all right. So uh, we're combating it. We're throwing hands and we're protecting our own peace. Yeah. That's the goal. That's the goal. Take a shot every time we said protect your peace in this episode. Um, Yeah. You're on the floor now. Yeah, we don't take responsibility for your level of inebriation. Yeah. For that, sorry. No. Uh, So as always, you can find us on Instagram, goodgirls underscore podcast, or you can send us an email to goodgirls at hudapp.com. Always love to hear from you. And uh, we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.